previously on Swords and Swagger. And you notice hanging just above his shoulders is a ghostly, deep, dark silhouette. You have it. You have the scroll. And he pulled his hand out. Give it to me. I did not expect three to see me this soon. Why are we on your list, and why are we a different color? Something is not... Something's not right here, guys. I will tell you a little about myself. I am Lear. I heard you call me Victor several times. Why why did you do this? Atop the crest of the throne is a shadowy raven with white eyes. You poor souls. It has been such a long journey for you. Alright, starting cross. Do you believe that we should do the crosstalk in our character voices? Yes, get real. Do you believe in life after love? Do you believe in life after love? (laughs) You guys are making my ears bleed. That actually sounded like an auto-tune thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Standing in front of you is the stone throne with the shadowy raven with the white eyes you heard it speak to you it said you poor souls it has been a long journey for you fang todakin and svari come step into the darkness we have much to discuss did that bird just talk svari steps into the darkness Okay, you walk forward past the throne mm-hmm. and you fade out of sight of Lear, Tadakin, Fang. And in this case, you are carrying coal, so you walk forward. Come on in! The dark is fine! Uh, Tadakin slowly nudges towards it and dips his toe in, then goes all in. Fang shakes his head and just saunters in through. Lear follows in after you at a normal pace. Out ahead of you, you step into a wide open field. And there are is no vegetation. There are tons and tons of shapes all about you. And you're getting your bearings and you realize that there are corpses everywhere. Like they are killed in all manner, spears, swords, some of them have been decapitated, they're bleeding all over the place. Do Lear, we see anybody that we have killed? Uh, you do not. Lear is gone, Cole is gone, the three of you are here. Does anybody know what happened to the person that was on my back? I didn't see anything, but this place is a mess. I have seen tidy or butchery halls before, yes. Well, it's nice to get out, at least. Settling on top of a war standard on the end of a spear that is stabbed into the back of one of the corpses nearby is the raven with the white eyes. Please! Oh! Mighty speaking bird! What is this place? This is what happened... Many years ago in your land's history, are you familiar with the War of the Scrolls? 
Can I make a check to see if Tadakin would know? Yes, make a history check. He has... Uh, what is history? He has a plus one to history. Do you have proficiency in history? No. No. Uh, that would be a 12. You have a passing memory of reading about something in a book entitled Great Disasters in Faerun's History. One of them was called The War of the Scrolls. The most you got out of it was that it was a continent-wide conflict that brought almost all of the major cities in opposition to some evil force. Oh, I, I vaguely recall something about that. Uh, well, it was in a book of disasters, which makes sense, because wars aren't particularly fun. Uh, big, probably continent-wide. Uh, do you know any more wise white-eyed raven? I, as you have so astutely pointed out, am the vessel for the Raven Queen. You have come here seeking answers. In exchange for answers, I would like the three of you to do something for me. We have come this far, so I do not think that that would be too much to ask of us. Do we have to kill anyone? You may have to kill many people. Oh. Are they people that need to be killed? To save the land that you are from, yes. Well, that sounds vaguely heroic. I suppose I could do that. Appearing in front of you are seven humanoid shapes. Like a person that has almost no defined features. They're sort of flat-faced. Their skin is like a tan color. They are, you know, normal four-limbed. But you can't see, like, the color of their eyes, the color of their hair. So they're like a mannequin? Yeah, they're like outlines. That was the word I was looking for, a mannequin. And she points uh, with her beak at each of these and says, These are in your history books. Referred to as the Seven Archons. They caused this conflict, this war of scrolls, this great bringer of death. They are responsible for all of the great atrocities that occurred at this time. Are they still alive? Their fates are severed. They were severed by me, all but one who is unknown to me. There is... But what is his name? The name... I will give you the name of the seven. She points with her beak to the first one, who is clearly the outline of a man, and he says, This Archon's name was Thonos. His name, or his person, rather, was devoted to my cause. He formerly served me, and he envied my power and wanted to create something for himself. She points to the next one, who is also in the shape of a man, and he says, This is Beelzez. He worked in tandem to start this conflict with Thonos. The third is Memon. He had 
an overwhelming desire to own any and everything that any and every person had. The fourth is Radai. She lusted long and for anything of carnal pleasures. Perhaps I should go meet this Radai. If you could, though she is dead. The fifth so are we, though. <laughs> is Niobe. Very prideful in her power, with no regard for anyone but herself. The sixth is Ergaia. She, well, she believed in nothing beyond herself, except maybe in the will of the seven. And finally, Lomi, the seventh, had such strong hatred and anger toward any and everything, I'm surprised he didn't kill the other six. These seven, they committed a great war against all other kinds. They were defeated by three legendary heroes in your history. Were they Oz? They were not. But we are three legendary heroes! Soon to be. Oddly coincidental, don't you think? I think there is a reason that you brought us here. Well, I was the one who cut your thread of life. Oh, all of us? All three of you. That's... Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Why? That's my duty as the goddess of death. So it wasn't... You didn't uh, 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 influence our death. You were just the one who who allowed it to happen. In a way, you spoke to Farron, the ferryman, whose name... Whose list you saw, your names were written in red. Dead before your destined time. And now you are here, and I need your help. To kill these seven deadly archons. But she also she said she already killed them. I All did. but one. All but one. Which is the one that we need to go after. That would be Lomi, though I have yet to locate him. How will we be able to track down this low me of yours? As you say that, the scene changes, and it is in this stone, like, area with seven pillars, and there are three stone chairs for you to sit on, and the raven is sitting on a fourth chair on the top of it, and she says, please, sit. You have had a long journey. Yes, I'm surprised how tired one can get when one doesn't live. <clears throat> Tell me, do you take the form of a raven so your ass doesn't hurt from sitting on these stone chairs all day? <laughs> she makes the sound that you would think would resemble laughter that like a raven would make. And she says, no, my form has been scattered across the realms. An unfortunate side effect of my goddesshood, as it were. I do have a question. What is your question? 
I've been thinking about this, but why cannot you find this last one when you found the others? They were killed not by me, but as I said, by the three great heroes. And I collected the six souls, but the seventh came to the Shadowfell and eluded me. Ah, so he's here and the other three are not. The other six? The three were the heroes. Oh, yes, the heroes. The heroes, two of the three were killed in this great war after defeating the Archons. The third, whose whereabouts is even beyond me, still lives. Would perhaps this these heroes been called upon by some celestial powers? Because I don't mean to brag, but I too have been called upon to be a great hero, and your further uh, confirmation of being a hero is uh, just, you know... You say obvious. you are from the Elven Islands of the South, yes? The, the bigger areas of the Moon Tray Isles. For I have heard the tales that some from my people who have gone ashore there that say revere some of their own town folk as mighty heroes chosen by the stars. Are you to tell me that you are one of them? Sure. Yes, that's what I that's that is what I was told in my prophetic dream, yes. Then there is no way that we can lose against this Lomi. <laughs> Show him to us and we shall rip his asshole out of his face. <laughs> that's not particularly heroic, but I like your enthusiasm. It does seem a little much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little bit in the moment. So she uh the Raven, uh, in the chair that she is perched upon, Cole appears in it, and he's like slumped over. She points with her beak at Cole and <clears> says, <throat> "It kind of scares Svari a little bit." Ah! <laughs> Where the fuck did you come from? This one, Cole Lorn, you killed him. Well, he killed me. Yes. But yes, we we did kill him. Tell me, why exactly did you kill him? Because he wanted to kill us instead. He created a giant flesh suit out of corpses to try and beat us with. That sounds exciting. <laughs> Wish I had been there. <laughs> what was it that he was after? Some scroll, I, scroll. I believe. I'm hearing that word a lot. Perhaps related. In life, did you get it? I had possession of it for about 13 seconds. Then what happened? Then I was blasted by a finger gun. <laughs> Is that how the... I was finger blasted. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that man that shot us dead... Yes. who we are looking for. The hooded finger that... The hooded man that finger blasted the three of us. <laughs> I don't recall getting finger blasted. <laughs> Was there another <laughs> fellow with you? Consider yourself lucky. You must find it. It was fun at first, but it started to get a little rough. <laughs> I don't think I would want that without consent. <laughs> you must find it odd that your former companion, Decimus Blackfire, is no longer with you. I do indeed find it quite strange. Although it is refreshing, he was a little rude. He did not seem to be a very nice, horny man. 
Indeed. Very nice horny man. A very nice horny man. <laughs> Did I stutter dungeon daddy? The horny man was finger blasted. <laughs> I can just imagine the ra- the Raven Queen, the goddess of death, being told by Safari that his his horny man companion was finger blasted. <laughs> the gall, like the absolute like balls Safari has to say this too. I don't think he realizes what he's saying. <laughs> no, not at all. So the Raven Queen kind of, like, adjusts her footing, and she says, Your compatriot Decimus Blackfire was in my service. He could not take the strain of being in the Shadowfell, and thus I returned his soul to his family in the Nine Hells. So wait, you were a friend with someone from Hell? It is complicated. It sounds like it. He was more a member of my crew than a friend. So am I replacing him in the crew, or do I have do I hold a higher position, perhaps? <laughs> First mate? Certainly, if you are the chosen one of the Moon yes. Elf yep, sure. Islands, uh-huh. then... Can we cut this part out? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought. I lost my. Tra- I was trying to act stu- like Sparry stupid, and I just stopped. I just no, stopped. That's what Sparry would do, though. <laughs> I know. Just trail off. <laughs> okay. All right. Sparry's telling. Tadakin about being a hero from the Moonshade Isles. If you are indeed one of the starry chosen Elvi boys of the Moon Elf Islands, absolutely yes, one hundred percent. Then for sure you will be a a most prestigious member of my of my crew. Jolly good. I shall put this on my resume. <laughs> so, what is a resume? Don't worry about it. Is that what I get at a restaurant when I want to eat food? No, that's a menu. (laughs) I like the ones with the pictures because then I can just point at it and say, I want this thing. Everybody likes that. (laughs) You see Lear come out from behind the the throne. This also scares Sparry. Where the fuck did you come from? Uh, Lear is dressed much in much finer clothes. He's no longer in a dirty, tattered, and gross robe. I do say, King Lear, you are pimping as fuck! I didn't even describe what he was wearing, but yes, he looks like <laughs> <laughs> He does, in fact, look pimping as fuck. He, he comes out looking like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's clean-shaven, he's much more wide-eyed, he looks much more rested, and he says, I know this one's a little bit of a talker there. My lady, but he is very fierce, and he has shown that he can be a great hero. That was a very nice salute, Savari. (laughs) (laughs) Now, tell me, heroes, do you have any questions for me? There are a great many things that I can tell you. What was your form before you were scattered? I can't imagine being a... Raven is 
entirely comfortable. This is more of a vessel for my consciousness, but I was the subject of a plot by some very power-hungry wizards. I ended up causing them to be so insane that they lost all concept of reality. I hope not to have to deal Were with Were they that those grappin' grannies that we dealt with? The hags? No. And she perches onto Lear's shoulder. Lear was supposed to have dealt with them, and he has told me that he did, but he has... I can corroborate Lear's bravery. He said he had some assistance from the three of you. Indeed, it was not a solo act. He said that he had a little bit of trouble remembering himself. Yes, I believe everyone was calling him Victor. I pulled him out of a pot. She makes that same noise that... That was not very hot. uh, Like a bird laughing. Leah, you've gotten a little bit lazy. He makes this very embarrassed face, and he just puts his hand over his face. Ooh, someone's in trouble. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Christian Bernard, your dungeon master for Swords and Swagger. Episode 10, the start of the second official arc of Swords and Swagger. It's a little bit of a milestone for us. The party has finally met the Raven Queen. It's been a long time coming, but now the real adventure begins. I don't have much to say this week, but we've settled on our hashtag, Swords and Swagger. Tweet, retweet, share, like, etc. You, our audience, is the best way for us to get Swords and Swagger out into the world. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the beginning of this next arc of Swords and Swagger. See you next time. There is the question of your compatriot, Cole. Tell Patriot me. Is, is a strong word. Employer at best. You did say earlier that someone killed you after you killed Cole. Indeed, it was a... I imagine you would like me to reveal the identity of our assailant to you. Please. Tease. A man known to or associate with my brother's trading company goes by the name of Owen, always wears a cloak and does the finger-banging at you. Even also, before the finger-banging results in the green ejection. <laughs> Please, Farid, <laughs> for our own sanity. It's the finger-banging. How about just shooting? Goes the, the pew and the pew. Sure. Tell me, did you notice anything unusual about him? He had a shiny amulet around his neck. Among other things, did he have any marks? There was a shadowy figure that appeared behind him when he was banging of the fingers. Somehow that's worse. Shadowy figure. I do not remember or recall in the entirety, because surely you can understand how being finger blasted (sighs) deep in your car... Having the finger blast run deep into your soul makes one forget. <laughs> Lear is just like, he's trying to hold it together. <laughs> like <laughs> The point of it is, he's, did he ask about the scroll? Did he 
give away anything? Did he demand it of you before he, and I hesitate to say this, finger blasted you? <laughs> I believe the correct nomenclature in this instance is finger bang, not finger blast. He did indeed want to scroll. It was like he had a fire in his eyes. This is unfortunate news. There, your friend here, Cole, is among a select group of people who actually know the scrolls exist. May I ask a weird question about Cole over here? What is your question? Sorry, kind of looks around, leans in close to the raven, puts his finger up. What is up with all the green shit around his mouth? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. You found him in the swamp. It is really fucking... It smells terrible. I can answer a little bit about that, but Was why are we whispering? eating the swamp water? Are you, like, whispering? <laughs> <laughs> it smells like he was eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> the... Now let's be serious. The answer here is that it seems he came under the... Well, let's start back a little further than that. Cole is a part of a group called the Presidium Order. I'm sure he mentioned it at some point. I I do believe I have heard of this Presidium Order. Their sole goal is to keep the scrolls from... The wrong hands. Their sole so you say scroll goal. The, yes. the sole goal is to keep the scroll from the wrong goals. Yes. Correct. And they finger blast the holes. I thought that was Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Owen is a member of this Presidium Order himself. I have met most of the members of the Presidium Order, and he is not numbered among them. Is he lettered among them? <laughs> Perhaps he is Roman numeraled among them. Yes. Wait. You well. know, in, in an index, perhaps he, <laughs> he comes before all the numbers. He's Roman numeral one. <laughs> the answer to that question is very puzzling. As I said, Cole and his other members of the Order, the only ones who should know about the scroll. And the now that he has it, this is very dangerous ground that we are crossing. What does the scroll do? Judging by Cole's behavior, it is more than likely the scroll of the eternal hunger. I totally know what that means. Could we ask Cole his scroll goal? <laughs> you hear Do you it? have to pay the scroll toll? <laughs> to get the scroll goal? He, uh, Lear comes, or uh, Lear walks over to Cole and like shakes him gently, and you see that he wakes up, and he looks just as tired as he did in uh, the House of Black Lanterns when Safari was slapping him awake. <laughs> and he looks about, and he's like really shocked, and he says, where am I? You are in the hallway of dead bodies. Dead bodies? Please, dear God, Catman, tell me where I am. You better behave. Behave? I. There's. 
I know this one. Svari leans over and starts slapping him again. <laughs> no, wake s- up, Cole! Wake up! Stop. You must answer these questions! <laughs> Stop! What the hell do you want? Where are we? I told you, you are in the hallway of the dead corpses. Not to be confused with the room of alive corpses. Please, someone else tell me where we are. We're talking to the Raven Queen. Hello, Mr. Lorne. <laughs> you hired me to help you on a ship and killed me. How are you? Uh, Vaguely recall your name. Did you say the Raven Queen? Yes, she's perched right above you. He looks over at uh, Lear, and he's his eyes get really wide. And he's like, "Oh, well, of of course." And he gets down onto the floor and like does like a a little bow. And the Raven Queen looks down at him and says, "Oh, Cole, you were killed by three fledgling adventurers." I take offense to that. I beg your pardon. I was killed by him, so I, I don't feel good. We still think you're cool, Tarakin. <laughs> Thank you. Now tell the nice adventurers what your goal was. Yes, please reveal to us your scroll goal. Call your scroll goal. <laughs> The scroll goal. Cole gets up and he he's kind of straightening himself out. And now perhaps he, we could take a poll. <laughs> <laughs> he unfastens. Bobbykin, you are on the roll. <laughs> he unfastens his cloak uh, and drops it to the ground, and you can see that he is also bald. Uh, he is starting to grow some of his hair back as. It appears to have been some time since he's shaved his head. And he has similar tattoos to Lear. And he also has pointed ears, just like Lear does. And he says to the three of you, I was tasked with taking this scroll to the headquarters of the Presidium Order in Am, in the south, on Faerun, southern Faerun. It does not explain why you threw your employee off of a boat to his death in a watery grave. I miscalculated the idiocy of two sailors who thought I was some sort of rich merchant. I dropped the scroll, letting it out of its protective casing, and my eyes came upon it, and the hunger set in immediately. The hunger sets in. Yes, I, I recall you biting me several times. I apologize for that. I haven't been myself since that day. So you're saying you normally don't chomp on people's arms. That's great. Normally not. So, Raven Queen, what do we do from there on out? Well, Cole in life has a map, I assume, to the Presidium Order headquarters. And he nods. Well, that's your first lead, if you are to... If I had to guess, your friend Owen is probably on his way there, if he knows that the scrolls exist. You need to either beat him there or catch up with him and end this for good. I do have another question. What is your question? Are the Presidium Order good guys or bad guys? 
They are tasked with keeping the scrolls out of the hands of those who would use them unwisely. I would consider them good in your realm. So if Owen is on his way there to give them the scroll... What's the problem? Given he killed the three of you to get it, and he is not actually a part of the Presidium Order, I'm sure you can put two and two together there. Well, let's not make assumptions about what things we can put together. (laughs) Surely, there must be some way that we can take him on, for he had no problem dispatching us back here earlier. That was a good point. You are yet heroic enough to take him on in true combat. I, if I had to make a recommendation, would get to the Presidium Order headquarters before him and avoid him at all costs. I wonder if we can use that lantern transport. The magic flying in? I did, I would be more than willing to beat another one of his large-ass zombies in an arm-wrestling contest. Well, like I said, you can at least do it once more. (laughs) Ha-ha! I remember that joke from the last episode. Episode? (laughs) Turn and face the camera. (laughs) It sounds like a plan, then. Where do we find him? Are you looking for... Are you talking about Ural? I do have another question for you. What is the question? Why us three? You three... It is not often that mortals are killed before their destined time of death. That is the reason that your names were written in red, which is not something that I influence directly. My domain is to cut the thread of life at the Oh, can you see the future then? I have a bit of foresight, yes. When we were supposed to die. Tell me who wins the next fantasy Super Bowl. (laughs) I am not going to. My money is on the water, Davian demagogues. (laughs) I'm not going to entertain these childish notions. She would only be able to tell you who dies at the next Fantasy Super Bowl. I will take that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we will... It seems you're a little bit impatient. Sorry, I lost my patience along with my corporeal form. I can give you that. I can return you to life. Not only are you the chosen one, but you're in the army as a corporal. What isn't this man doing? (laughs) (laughs) Know this, though. Once you leave the Shadowfell, my assistance is limited. I can provide information, influence. I have many servants in the Prime Material who can find and assist you, but I would keep your mission and... Anything related to it, concealed, if all possible. Is there any way we can recognize your agents? Like a code phrase, like, the sun is shining. There is. Ooh, yes. (laughs) And Todd can get that a notebook. He has like a code notebook (laughs) because he's such a nerd. And you know how to write. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Cole gets up at this point and he says, every member of the Presidium Order has a code phrase to recognize one another and to get into the headquarters. Mine is Scyther. And as you speak Elvish, this is the Elvish phrase for to hunger. 
That is really weird. That's oddly apt. Sorry, said out of character. <laughs> I thought you said you often didn't chomp on people's arms. I do not. Then why is your... He did co- say often. Why is your code phrase to hunger in the common tongue for my friends? This was given to me after I joined the Presidium Order. So do we have to get our own for them to trust us? How does this work? As you can only be sworn in by the senior members of which I am one and I am dead, you will have to speak to them yourself. Can't you come too? She tur- or he turns and looks at the Raven Queen and says, If my lady wishes it. Does she? <laughs> I look over at the Raven Queen. He, she sits there in silence for a second, and then she says, You can take Cole with you, but know this. In his physical body, the hunger will surface every so often. Ooh. I do not like these chances. No. But how else are we going to get into this Presidium order. If we just speak his code phrase, that won't probably do get us through the door. Probably get us killed. Perhaps we tie him up and lead him with us. You are a man of great charm and character, and we have an adorable cat man with us. Surely they will let us in as is. Well. And we have not even asked what Cole wants. Does he get a vote in this one? It's <laughs> his body and his life. Cole turns and he looks at you and he says, if you can deal with a little, what was the phrase that you used, Tarakin? Chomping on my arm. Chomping on your arm every so often. We beat the shit out of you once. That was unfortunate. Can we get for you some, like, r- some rawhide bones or something? <laughs> what are you going to give him like a calcium bone every so often? <laughs> if he gets hungry. I don't like the milk bones. I only want the bacon strips. <laughs> They're softer. They taste better. And we can eat them too. That's true. Have you ever had a bacon strip? I have not. They're salty as shit. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of snack. Mm-hmm. So the Raven Queen... Uh, like steps on her feet again like in impatience and she says there are ways to satiate the hunger you can you well, can eat something you can eat lots of something the darker part of that is it tends to want to eat the flesh of the living does it have to be a living sentient being yes oh rats Perhaps I am not on board with this idea myself. Cole will help you a great deal if you can deal with his hunger. To be fair, the only reason why he even stood a semblance of a chance against us is because he had his giant Iron Man suit made of dead corpses. All corpses are dead. I don't know why I keep qualifying the term corpses with the phrase dead. Well... In this world of fantasy, there are plenty of alive corpses. They're called zombies. <laughs> you have blown my mind yet again, Tarakan. <laughs> I still think the rope would be appropriate. It'd have to be a pretty thick rope. <clears throat> yeah, because he can cast spells. He is a wizard. 
Welcome to Sword and Swagger, where we talk about finger blasting and thick ropes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your decision to take Cole? If he wishes to come with us, then I personally will allow it. I cannot speak for my friends. Is that the face that Tadek is making? making a face. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well. If his hunger becomes too much, then you will be able to kill him. I have a question, my queen. Uh... Would Cole accidentally kill me again? If you let him. And would that count as a not-before-my-destined-time death? In this case, no. Rats. I will give you your corporeal forms again, but... Do... Do they just kind of go with our spirits, or do we go in the same place where they are already laying? Because for Fang and I, that might not be that big of a deal, because we've just been laying in a cave somewhere. Right, but However, mine might be a bit bloated. <laughs> and, uh, It'd be a bit bloaty. Picked over by various sea creatures. The unfortunate part is that I have to return you to your original body. But oh. I assure you, your corpse is in good shape. Good? <laughs> But it is floating in the middle of the ocean somewhere, and we have no way of finding out where that is. You would be surprised. You've only been gone for three of your days. When we come back, are we technically alive, or are we undead? Will we also have the hunger? You will return full to life. All right. Very well, queen. I accept your offer. Is there anything you would like to know more about before we return you to life? Do you have a name besides Raven Queen? Thinking hurts my head too much, so I'm going to not do it anymore. <laughs> I had a name once, but it has since been erased from the memories of everyone. Ooh, well, mysterious. if you tell it to us now, then it won't be. It's literally gone. She can't tell you. It's... What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah like like a, uh, yes. yes she opens her mouth and a black line goes above her eyes and says redacted, redacted. <laughs> about how often will this hunger come out once in a full cycle of the moon we call that a month <laughs> once in your month but it will never occur at the same time. So it can happen on the last day me. of one month and then the first day of the next <clears> month? <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> the microphones are hard. Precariously balanced on books on a card table. Harry Potter books, nonetheless. Yeah. She says, yes, it could. Very well, I vote yes. Okay. So you're back in the darkness, like the first room that you came in. It's you, Cole, or sorry, Svari, Cole, Fang, and Tadakin, the four of you. It. She's back on the perch of the original throne with that purple runic cloth. And out from the darkness behind, roll four spindles of thread. 
What do you do? I chase after it. Okay. Do you pick it up? I do. All right. <clears throat> Nobody beats me to the spindle of thread. He already did. Sorry. Superman dives after a spindle. All right. I just, I try and awkwardly pick it up like uh, a man going after his bowler hat, but kicking it further along. Okay. <laughs> Cole picks up his and you see as he takes it into his palm, it begins to wrap itself uh, around his hand, like around the back. The thread wraps its way along his arm like really, really quickly. And pretty soon it is coiled around his throat and then it takes him up into the darkness and he's gone. I guess I'll just try and like keep it from going around my throat. Sfari starts wrapping it around his throat. <laughs> Instantly Sfari is gone. I just I just keep wrapping it around like my wrist or my like, So really as you're like trying to choke it, again. It just it gets like the thread that's pulling off doesn't seem to reach any sort of end. So it just keeps coming and coming and coming and then eventually it gets it like you put your hands so it doesn't get around your throat but they're like stuck to your face <laughs> and it carries you up. What do you do, Fang? Uh, I kind of bat it around with my paws and then... Do you giggle a little? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> my tail twitches and I throw it up in the air and I jump up and catch it. And so as you catch it, it unravels itself and instantly wraps around your head and then carries you away. That was adorable, by the way. <laughs> and a very adorable undead.